The Teeth and Not Tools podcast is powered by thewebpagesite.com. If you'd like to work directly with the dentist marketing success team and receive personalized coaching and support to optimize and grow your dental practices, marketing, and revenue, visit theteethandnottools.com to find out more and apply. Welcome to the Teeth or Not Tools podcast. I am your host, Edward Ferguson. My team and I are on a mission to help 500 dentists double their leads and dominate their service area by 2026. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into the world of dental marketing where you'll learn strategies and tactics to grow a highly profitable dental practice. What are some of the negative impacts of not making my dentist website accessible? In this episode, two in the series of five, my guest Ariel Baz of Accessibility and I hope to define what website accessibility is and what that means for your dentist website. Full disclosure, we are an Accessibility affiliate partner. Let's go. Why is website accessibility important? That's a great question. So really there's two basic reasons why you know website owners will come to us. The first is protection and the second is inclusion. So protection, we have to talk about an unfortunate uh, sort of situation that's out there, and that's a litigation environment that's been created, right? So the Department of Justice in 2018 made an affirmation that websites are places of public accommodation, and so they're, they need to make these accommodations and, and adjustments for people with disabilities, or else plaintiffs can sue the website owner. And unfortunately, that is happening more and more frequently. We're talking about roughly 300,000 an estimated, I should say, 300,000 demand letters in 2021. The demand letters are, you know, going for something between 20 and 100,000 dollars, and so that is a significant number of demand letters. And obviously, these are big figures that we're talking about, especially for small businesses. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. That that's right. It's 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 usually a form letter of some kind, and it has some you know some indication that there's an intention. And again, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm just, you know, this, I'm just sort of like going from experience with what we've seen. But mm-hmm. essentially, there's an intention of some kind of litigation, and obviously, it can be very stressful for business owners. Now, in particular, the dental industry has been targeted uh, quite a bit in this whole situation and environment. And I think the reasoning is that there's an idea that uh, dental practices are very financially stable, uh, that they are. Um, potentially easier targets that they may not adopt some of these newer technologies to protect their sites. If they were, we wouldn't be in business. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, we're, you know, it's just a conception maybe and uh, a misconception, I should say. And, and also that, you know, these are things that inclusion is also a big part of their, of their mandate and that they want to be inclusive, but that they have to take these measures to make sure that they're inclusive both in, the, in their physical space and also in their digital space. The one other thing I'll mention on that also is that there might be uh, an idea that dental practices might be quicker to settle um, because of their financial stability. Now, again, none of these things may be in fact true, but they have led to a trend or a bit of a spike in this particular vertical. Wow, that's that's huge. That's that's really huge. You know, and I kind of feel that's you know that's unfortunate because dentists. I mean, just by nature, that they, you know, they they're doctors. They work in healthcare objective is to help people they're they're not trying to be the majority of the ones that i talk to they're trying to, to reach out to people and, and give them a better life and then you have these people sitting on the fence just waiting to attack them wow i mean that's entirely true and that basically brings us to the second reason right so we talked about protection and how basically by you know implementing this solution onto your site that you're uh you know making a huge 
shift towards accessibility and also mitigating that risk that we talked about. Now, the other thing that you mentioned is actually even more important. It's about inclusion, right? So dentists are there to serve the entire community, and that's what their, you know, their core mandate is. And so a lot of dentists get on board because they're like, well, yes, this is important to us from an ethical standpoint and also from a branding standpoint. We want to make sure that our community understands that we are reaching out to everyone and we are not going to leave everyone, anyone behind. That is one big core uh, tenet. And also, there's also the issue of what we talked about a little bit when we talked to about, about accessibility from a pragmatic standpoint. So inclusion makes business sense. Like we said, if you're going to be driving all of this traffic to your site, you want to make sure that everyone can uh, interact with that content. And there is a hopefully a financial advantage to doing that, right? Because you're letting this 20% of the population or 25% of the population interact with your content, book appointments, whatever it might be. And that could be, uh, you know, a huge uh, bonus in terms of uh, uh, setting yourself apart from maybe some of your competition as well. And I can, I can really see that. Over the last few years, there's been a huge uh, uptick in just websites in general. So, you know, just for the numbers, just throw it out there, there are close to about 370 million .coms that, are, that have been registered, just domain names in general. That's a lot of websites out there for people to go and to visit. And then on top of that, you have the pandemic that sets in. So you have all of these websites out there and you have people trying to navigate their way on the internet and trying to find a website that, that they can use to, to get to whatever they need to get to or to do what they need to do. And then they're running into these roadblocks. Uh, so, I mean, this, this, it's just phenomenal. No, I think that's that's a really good point. It's really important to make these efforts for the disabilities community in general, and we have to see that this is something that is a core uh, a, a core principle for a lot of these businesses as they as they grow and as this whole situation evolves. You know, understanding this has become and is evolving into a new standard in the industry, right? You, I'm sure you remember SSL technology probably you know whatever ten years ago when it first came out. And then maybe five years ago, when Google came out and said, "Listen, we're not even going to we're not even going to list you in our uh, results unless you are SSL secure." I think that so accessibility. For you non-technical people out there, SSL is basically yes. when you type in the, the the URL, the HTTP, they just add an S on the back of it. It does some other stuff, but it's the S on the back of it that's that <laughs> secure. I appreciate that. Thanks, Edward. So basically, the idea is to to create the analogy that that essentially accessibility is going through that same transformation now. SSL and, and secure websites are ubiquitous now. They're everywhere. And that's that's basically the new standard. And I think that accessibility, because of the pandemic, as you mentioned, uh, and, and legislation, it's all moving in one direction. It is emerging as this standard practice where people and, and businesses are having a better understanding that, look, we need to appeal to the entire breadth of the population in our community. And this is one of the ways that we can do that. Yeah, and even just, you know, from a, a human level, I mean, taking technology aside, I mean, life is hard enough as it is. When someone has something that you need and they're making an active effort, a conscious effort to do something for you, uh, I don't know about you, but it's like, I'd be like eternally and forever grateful. So if you're making your website more inclusive toward people, it's like those people are going to tell a friend and that friend on board they care about us and about our needs. I love that. It's such a great point. It makes me think of a story. I actually um, was talking to a woman and I was showing her, you know, the, the software 
And one of the uh, profiles that we have in our software is called Seizure Safe Profile. <coughs> Pardon me. And essentially, what it does is it stops all of the motion on a, on a website, and it dims the color, so it's much safer for someone who has epilepsy. And it turns out that this woman, her daughter, had epilepsy, and she was so moved that a company had made the effort to actually create a product that was designed for her daughter and the community that her daughter is a part of, because that happens so rarely. And by the way, people in the disabilities community are the most loyal consumer group of all consumer groups. Exactly as you said, if once they see that a, that a business is actually recognizing them and making an effort to include them in their, you know, in the fabric of their business, they tell their community and they are uh, quite loyal. So that is another uh, another thing to keep in mind in all of this. That's that's a beautiful story right there. I can I can imagine being a parent and just of a, a, a child that does not have disabilities. It's tough. So, I mean, I can imagine how grateful she was that that technology was One hundred percent. It was a. It was a really. It was a really uh, important moment. It really. I think what it really uh, encapsulated for me was the fact that she felt that she was seen, right? That she had been recognized, and that her daughter was recognized as a part of the community. That was that was worth making that effort for. And then the company that was. That had, uh, you know, the company that would put that widget there and make that effort to reach out to, to that community would also benefit from that that sense of, you know, what we we see you and we're going to make this adjustment for you. Thank you for listening through to the end of this episode. As a reminder, new episodes arrive each Tuesday. If you have an idea for the show, like to be a guest, or get more great tips on how to optimize and grow your dental practice. Visit us online at teetharenottools.com.